This is KRCC News. In 1976, a handful of young journalists launched a Pueblo-based Chicano newspaper called La Cucaracha. But by 1983, the volunteer-run paper stopped regular publication. La Cucaracha founder and current editor Juan Espinoza is an award-winning journalist who spent more than two decades at the Pueblo Chieftain. He spoke with KRCC's Shauna Lewis about the paper's history and its new incarnation. Well, you know, there was a uh, phenomenon known as the Chicano Movement, which was really the Chicano Civil Rights Movement. And when uh, I got involved in journalism, I just recognized we weren't getting a fair deal in the mass media across the board. Television, radio, and uh, newspaper coverage was very biased and didn't really understand us very well. Anyway, we weren't well represented. And so it became a goal of mine to try to create that representation in the media. Tell me why now you've decided to bring the newspaper back. You know what? It's probably needed now more than ever. We're part of the mix that's serving this community in terms of news delivery. And what I want to do with the Cucaracha is represent our community, the Chicano community. But I also want to do a lot of mainstream kinds of reporting that is not being done by anybody. So I think if you picked up a recent edition, You'd see by the variety of the stories that we're reporting that, you know, we're not just a Chicano newspaper. We're a Chicano-run newspaper that's trying to report the most important news of our community. Backing up a little bit, tell me what it was like to get La Cucaracha reported, written, and published back in those early days. And I got to tell you, our early staff was just, they were troopers because we had families to support. And, you know, one of the things is that we didn't believe in public assistance. We, we were being critical of the government, and we found it inconsistent to ask the government to help us. <laughs> so we didn't. I mean, I was eligible for food steps for the first 10 years of my marriage, and we never got food steps once. But I always worked at a different jobs, and everybody else did too. The weekend that we would do the cucaracha, I would borrow a selectric typewriter, and everybody else would do that too. And so we had like a long table set up with all these electric typewriters borrowed from different uh, agencies. And that's what we used to typeset and to write our articles. I would get off on a, on a Friday afternoon about five o'clock and we would work through the night. And then we'd work all day Saturday. We frequently worked through the night on Saturday. We sometimes had to work the Sunday and Sunday night into Monday morning. And we did that for almost the whole eight years that we published. You know, the other thing is we had another our little group of supporters that they would just start coming through the door on Friday afternoon with pots of food, you know, menudo and stacks of tortillas. And their mission was to make sure that we didn't have to take a lunch break, go someplace to eat and spend money. It was a real community effort. What do you think the most important story that La Cucaracha has covered since 1976? I would say the one that had the most historical significance is the land rights story out of San Luis. There was a large parcel of land, 77,000 acres, that was set aside for the community to use as a resource. It was considered communal land, but it passed into private hands. In 1960, a guy by the name of Jack Taylor bought that ranch, and he cut off all the roads. They sued Jack Taylor for access, for the historic rights, and... The Colorado Supreme Court upheld the historic rights of the original settlers and their uh, heirs. And so now there's over a thousand people that have access to that ranch to use it the way traditionally was set aside. 
That story was being ignored by the mass media because Jack Taylor had a lot of influence and the people of the community that were fighting for the rights were portrayed as like like bandidos that were trying to run this poor white guy off his land and, and it was just terribly one-sided and I know we played an important role in that particular story and that's just one of many. Go ahead and talk about what niche you feel La Cucaracha fills now. You know what? The other sad thing is that the relevance is is that many of the issues that we're dealing with right now, today in Pueblo, Colorado, and other parts of the country are the same issues that we were addressing back in the 70s. Not that much has changed. Uh, you know, we have a lot of good success stories, and we, and we try to tell those as much as we can. But, you know, for the majority of us, we're still in the low-income jobs. We have the lowest educational attainment. We have the poorest health care, and we need to continue to raise ourselves up. And, and the Cucaracha is part of that. That's KRCC's Shauna Lewis speaking with La Cucaracha founder and editor Juan Espinoza.